please, the Grateful Dead. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Heady Jams, a Grateful Podcast. My name is Ira Lipsy, the eye of the world, with you right here, and I am joined via telephone by the main man, Dank. Dank is in the palatial state of Colorado, the Golden State, the Sunshine State. He is there, and he is chilling. Dank, good afternoon. How are you, sir? I'm good. Hi, how you doing today, man? Just uh, enjoying the beautiful morning we had and getting ready for a little bit of snow tonight. Well, I don't know if you heard, but Memphis had its biggest snowfall in decades. We had uh, about eight or nine inches last week over the course of a couple of days, and uh, we're yeah. I think that's the most since uh, the most since like we were kids, right? Yeah, there was a time when we were kids that we had a good we had a good snowfall, but. This was the most, and it was uh, we thaw it out now. It's it was sixty five yesterday, just about that to get in today. So, thankfully we're uh, we're in good shape. But most importantly, we have another great episode. This is episode number seventeen of the Heady Jams Grateful Podcast. Seventeen, one of my favorite numbers to play in roulette. If you ever need some roulette advice, just send me an email, and I will tell you how to play it like the pros do. Yep, that's. Uh, not even a joke. It seems like it's all luck, but it's not always as lucky as it seems. So, uh, Anyway, what we have today, we have another great episode. We have a lot of songs that we have not featured too many times here on the program. Some are first-timers. Some are repeats, but good. We got some really good stuff on here. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, we start off with Cold Rain and Snow. And this is from November 1st, 1985, Richmond, Virginia. And it's interesting because the cold I like cold rain and snow a lot, but the cold rain and snows of the late 60s or the mid-60s or early whatever it is, mid, mid to late 60s, are so different than the ones from, you know, that they started doing again like in the 80s. It's just, it's a, just a total, it's almost a totally different song. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when they start playing it back in the '60s, it's like uh, it's almost like beach rock. You get a lot of that uh, organ in there, where it's like, dee, 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 you know. That's exactly the way. I, exactly, yeah. that's the great word for it is beach rock. I mean, they you know it's, they just take it into a sweet jam, and uh, you know this is a traditional song that comes from uh, I believe it's the uh, like Blue Ridge Mountains music tradition. You know, picking and. You know, up there in the Blue Ridge Mountains, they do get the cold rain and snow. And this one in particular, it's a little bit slower than normal. It's really groovy. And uh, the show as a whole, this is from uh, 11185 from Richmond. And that whole show is great. It's one of the Dick's picks. Um, and it's, you know, this is a really, it's uh, not the opener, but it's the second song. It's a dance in the streets into cold rain. Pretty interesting as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, you know, it, it is very slow. It's mellow. It's very cool. Uh, Dancing in the Streets was a big staple and around that 85 uh, year. 85, we, of course, featured earlier on the Hetty Jams podcast the summer of 85. This, of course, is from the fall tour of 85. 
And then we go into a great a Bobby Blues number, Little Red Rooster, from the event center on the campus of the University of Colorado at Boulder. And, you know, what's there to say other than excellent slide guitar by Bobby, great organ and keys by Brent, soulful lyrics, the way a blues song really should be. Yeah, you know, what's funny is uh, Little Red Rooster falls into that category like we've talked about on a previous pod. And the older I got, the more I realized, like, whoa, like, when these are good, they're awesome. Like, if you, you know, Bobby on the slide guitar and, you know, the lyrics and this one, like you said, with Brent smacking the keys, I mean, it really is a great, great song just to sit back and listen to and enjoy, you know, kind of the technicality of it and just playing some low-down blues. Yeah, no doubt. Then we get a nice soulful rendition of Loser from August 4th, 1974 from the Philly Civic Center in Philadelphia. And, you know, I've said it once, I'll say it a million times, you just really don't ever go wrong with a Loser. And this is a quality version. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Jerry has a great solo. Um, you know, the Losers from It's really beautiful. It's definitely, it's, you know, it's like it's not exactly like Cold Raiden Snow, but a version of '74 is de- very different from a version from like '88. Yeah, exactly. Then we go to a little do- double dose of Bobby, a quick hitter, Mama tried, into a Mexicali blues, and both are played tight and fast, and uh, they were good. It was a, it was a good little number, a good way to squeeze some Bobby action in there um, without you know really taking up a whole chunk of uh, a whole chunk of time I guess yeah exactly they're they're real fast and you know it's a couple of covers that you know basically are little stories and uh, you know I think the band liked to play them because you know for them it was uh, it was just muscle memory like they didn't really have to think about it yeah it's a good point and then we go into one of the all-time classic favorite songs from March 20th, 1977, the Winterland Arena in San Francisco. It's Brown-Eyed Women. Um, you know, this is a really good version. I think it's a little bit faster than the infamous Cornell show of a couple of months later, uh, but it's very... things about this is also uh, you get a lot of uh, teeth on this, and it's yeah. great. Like, he's just, you know, going crazy on the piano. Jerry has some tight solos in there. And it really is a great, you know, everybody loves Brown Eye Women for the most part. Um, and, you know, these shows, which is pretty interesting, um, I know you and I had talked about they had the three, these three shows in 77, the 18th, 19th, and 20th of March at Winterland. And they're just out of nowhere in the middle of March, and there's shows in February and there's shows in April, but this was it. And it was a three night run, and it's phenomenal. Like, I don't really remember it. I know there was the June 77 Winterland box set that came out that I have. It's great. Um, but these shows are awesome. And as good as the first sets are, the second sets are better. Yeah, it's, then, it, uh, it is good. Yeah. And then just a trivia note, uh, were you aware that there is actually no Bigfoot County in the United States? No, I was not aware of that, but I did not do the proper research <laughs> to prepare. So I, don't, I can plead ignorance on that. <laughs> That's a good tidbit, though. Anyway. It is a good tidbit. Like, I, you, know, I'm, you know, I mean, I just saw it, so. 
What 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 city has uh, a version of it in every one of the fifty states? What city has a version of it in every one of the fifty states? Let's see. And it's a very famous TV show. Is based there. Cincinnati. Springfield. The Simpsons. I was told. I was told that's why they chose that because. There was one in every every state. Anyway, um, out of Brown Eyed Women, we go to an, another Bobby cover of a great Dylan tune, and that is Stuck Inside of Mobile with the Memphis Blues again from uh, May 26, 1993, Cal Expo in Sacramento. Uh, and, you know, it's not a particularly um, technical song or whatever like that. It's a very good Dylan song. And I, you know, I don't really hesitate to say there aren't that many versions that aren't good. They're all pretty much very good, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you for the most part. I mean, if you if you like this song, then you're. I agree. You're not going to really be uh, too particular with the version because they're all pretty good. Uh, Bobby seems to take really a lot of care in performing this whenever you hear it. Um, you know, this one is a really nice uh, version. Um, the keyboards come in nicely with Vince in there. It was just uh, it was just his birthday the other day, and uh, you know, Bobby's vocal. You know, it ranges in uh, Memphis blues from uh, it could be a scream, it could be a moan, it could be a little raspy, and this one's kind of like a raspy whoa, and not really a scream. <laughs> and uh, you know, it just seems like he. He enjoys playing this song. He takes care with it. And, you know, you can pretty much hear it in just about every version. Yeah, I'll say the same for Desolation Row, another Dylan tune. But that one seems to have more hiccups than Stuck Inside a Mobile uh, when they play it. It, For some reason, maybe just because it's so long and a lot of lyrics. Uh, But that's still one of my favorite songs, too, that that he does. Uh, Then we go to... A little double set closer. I had some extra time, so I went with Don't Ease Me In from November 30th, 1973, Boston Music Hall. If you're not familiar with these two, with the two shows from that um, Boston Music Hall 73, 11.30 and then 12.1, you need to check those out because there's a lot of great material on those two shows. And it's a good Don't Ease Me In. You got a lot of good Keith action, uh, good pace. It's, it's, it's fun. And then we go to something from the Spring of 90 box set. Uh, from March 22nd, 1990, the Cops Coliseum, and that's not the police, that's C-O-P-P-S, in Hamilton, Ontario, and our friends north of the border in Canada, and it's the last time. Stones cover, always a rocker, almost always enjoyable. I, lo- I love it. I like the last time. Good stuff. Yeah, these 73 shows from Boston Music Hall are great. Um, also, what's out of is uh, they repeated a lot of the same songs. Uh, I'm not, not exactly the entire show in a row, but there were a lot of repeats for two nights, you know, there. And they also had a third night on the second. So it was pretty interesting how they were just kind of working it out and playing, you know, not the same songs every night, but a lot of them. You know, like the Tony's yeah. is uh, on two if not three if i remember correctly or, you know weather report you know down the line anyway but i always but you know what with the fans working it out i'm all there for it sure and then, uh, and then right into that uh last time i mean the 
the last time, like, I'm sure there are a lot of, you know, I remember when they would play it and we were listening, we'd listen to it. Somebody would be like, no, I don't like that song because they're saying it could be the last time and blah, blah, blah. But the band's so into it and it's just like a da, 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 da. I mean, it, just, <laughs> it rocks. It's yeah, it's rocks. a rocker. Everyone's having a good time. Even if you don't like it, I'm sure if you're at the show, you're still dancing. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, let me recap quickly the first set. We've got Cold Rain and Snow from November 1st, 1985, Richmond, Virginia. Little Red Rooster from December 9th, 1981 in Boulder, Colorado. Loser from August 4th, 1974, the Philly Civic Center. Mama Tried into Mexicali Blues from December 28th, 1979 in Oakland. Brown-Eyed Women from March 20th, 1977 at the Winterland. Stuck Inside a Mobile with the Memphis Blues again from May 26, 1993, Cal Expo in Sacramento. Don't Ease Me In from November 30th, 1973, the Boston Music Hall. And the last time from March 22nd, 1990, Cops Coliseum, Hamilton, Ontario. All right, anyway, so we got the second set. Like I said, it is a unbelievable second set for you. And what we start off with here is at Help Slip Frank, that would be Help on the Way, Slipknot, Franklin's Tower, for those of you uh, novices out there, from September 10th, 1991, Madison Square Garden, featuring Brantford Marsalis on the saxophone. You've got Bruce Hornsby. You've got Vince with some magical key work. And this is one of the top versions of this triumvirate of songs, and it does not disappoint one bit. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it was fun. When you sent me the finalized list and I saw this on it, I was like, oh, I didn't even need to look up this show. I didn't need to listen to this. Uh, this is easily in my top five all-time favorite Dead shows. I was not there, just that I've listened to. Uh, I mean, Brantford Marsalis is just absolutely ridiculous as a compliment to the band for this entire show. Uh, if you have not heard this, Madison Square Garden, September 10th, 1991, you need to get yourself a copy of it and listen to it. If you happen to be one of those deadheads that just doesn't like listening to anything from the 90s or even past like 1979, uh, you should need to listen to this. This is great. Um, and the Help Slip Frank, just like I said, does not disappoint in any way whatsoever. It rips, it rocks, and if you think for some reason that a saxophone player might not be great with the Grateful Dead or you think it might get, you know, too spacey or jazzy, like Branford Rocks. And again, I cannot say enough about this show. Absolutely one of my all-time favorite shows that I've ever heard. Yeah, no doubt. And in fact, from one of our, um, from the Blues episode, we did the CC Rider, It Takes a Lot to Laugh, It Takes a Train to Cry. Uh, and that's also from that show. And it's, friggin' phenomenal so yeah like you said it's you know that helps slip frank is one of the highlights but it's that whole those shows are you know that show with branford is really yeah it's up there with the top shows like you said i don't i don't understand you know the snobbiness i guess i mean i i am a bit of a dead snob but you know when, when it comes to certain songs i don't like you know there's songs that jerry does i don't like there's songs that bob does i don't like you know, a lot of people were like, well, they did it after 19, like some say 1979 or some say after after Brent died. You know, they totally dismissed. Like Lazy River Road is, you know, post. It's a good song. You know, there's other good songs 
that they did that were are newer songs that you know some of them weren't that good. I I completely understand and I agree. But I mean, before you like you said before you really you know you know stick your nose up at some of those uh, later shows. I mean, like you know that show ninety one is awesome. You got uh, a couple of really great ones from ninety three Chapel Hill, uh, Alton Stadium in Oregon. Uh, there's good stuff, you know. You know, it's not going to be every show is not going to be, you know, a home run, but a lot of them uh, from that era are better than people. Some people think, I guess, is the best way to put it. Uh, so then, out of the help slip, Frank, we go to one of my favorite combinations of 1979, 1980, 1981. Really, is the Lost Sailor Saint of Circumstance, and the reason why I give that three-year spread. You got some really good ones in '79, right? When Brent joins the band, and then you got some another another good, just action-packed organ is really what I love with Brent on the, especially in the same circumstance. You got some good Bobbies hitting him with the high, the high highs, and this is a really good version. This is from Cape Cod, October twenty seventh, nineteen seventy nine. We I think we've played the one from the Rainbow Theater in london in 1981 this one is a little similar to that uh but it's a it's a you know it's a good combination and not everybody loves i think a lot of people don't really necessarily love the sailor but i like the combination i like the sailor and the saint together because it's you got the you know the sun's going down on you know on the on you and it's like it's darkness and then you hit the saint of circumstance and the light shines and it's you know it's it's nice combination it's it's kind of brilliant I agree with you also. Like, I don't know how into Lost Sailor I would be if it was played by itself, but with the same circumstance, it really creates a nice sandwich. And like you said, this one's from Cape Cod, 1027-79. So it continues with the naval theme here at Cape Cod. You get a Lost Sailor, right? And uh, this one's right. pretty soulful, like you said. Like, Bobby was really into this one. And then, you know, the same circumstance comes in as powerful and rocking and brings everybody up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It's one of those songs that, like, uh, it's, uh, oh, man. Damn it. I had a thought. I forgot. Sorry. Uh, sorry. It happens. something else. <laughs> well, let me, maybe you'll think about it in a second, but I was, I was oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Got this back in. Um, you know, Lost Sailor, like, my interpretation of it is it's kind of Bobby's version of Warfrat. It does obviously have the same theme as Warf and Sailor and you know, being in the ocean and all that, but even the song construction's similar. I mean, it's it's not the same, and I'm not a musician, and I'm not talking about anything other than, you know, how I hear it as a listener. But uh, to me, not that they're similar songs, I just think they're crafted similar. Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't really thought about it like that, but just, like, hearing it in my head right now, uh, I, I kind of I know what you're getting at. And there is, I think you're right, there is some similarities between that and Warfrat. And, you know, it's interesting, the other day I was I was listening to, uh, I think it might have been this this Cal Expo show that you have uh, on here from the uh, the Stuck Inside of Mobile. You know, we're talking about a sandwich like Lost Sailor, say in a circumstance. I think, they, I think it was a victim or the crime and then Foolish Heart. So it's kind of like the same type of thing where you go, victim or the, victim or the crime is kind of a dark song. And then you go into Foolish Heart, which is a lot more light and kind of uplifting. So it was a good little sandwich there that I really enjoyed. Now, we, we've set the table. Let's get to the steak. From 
1973 at the Winterland. It's a 30-minute-plus Dark Star into Mind Left Body Jam, into Eyes of the World, and it's really good. So a lot of times you get into a Dark Star, especially ones that run 30 minutes, you know, there's a lull in the middle of it that can get kind of drawn out and a little over-the-top spacey. This one is kind of keeps you in it the whole time. Uh, then you get the great, like, Mind Left Body Jam with plenty of energy, and then a great Eyes of the World to finish it off. I mean, it's 45-plus minutes of music uh, that are really enjoyable and a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, this, I, I told you earlier today that uh, I listened to this for the first time, at least that I can remember. I mean, I may have heard it before uh, last week, and it was it's ridiculous, man. Just like you said, that Dark Star, the whole first half of it is a very well-composed jam period the end like there's there's no space there's no going out on a limb there's nothing it is a jam and it is awesome yeah and then when they go back into the second jam after the you know the lyrics in the middle of pretty much right at about the 15 minute mark in that area that jam does go a little space like a little bit out there but not really like you said like it keeps you involved it doesn't get to the point where you're like what song was this or where you're like uh you know how long is this gonna last and then they bring it back in, and it was an up-tempo Mind Left Body jam. Yeah, exactly. Mind Left Body Jam is my favorite instrumental piece of music. Me too, me too. Far. I would put it in every podcast if you'd let me. <laughs> <laughs> I know there aren't enough to do it forever, but um, but this one's really good. It's, it's a little faster, and it just flows right into it, and then right back out of it into that eyes. And, you know, it's a 73 eyes, so it's great. It feels good. You know, it's a little bit lighter, a little bit more of a chill groove. And uh, it was, you know, I I listened to this when I walked the dogs. It was, you know, perfect 45-minute dog walk, 45-minute jams. It was awesome. Yeah, I I really love Mind Left Body. I mean, there's, you know, a bunch of them that are awesome. I also uh, love Spanish Jam, too, which is a lot of fun if it's, you know, if you catch the right one. I got lucky. I saw one. I saw that one in Vegas in 92. Nice. Yeah, nice little. Yeah, no, not probably not as good as ones earlier from that. Well, no, there were there were definitely some good ones uh, in the '90s because there's the one that I a lot one of the ones that I think of kind of instantly is one from that Chapel Hill show that I mentioned. I think it's three twenty four ninety three, uh, which is a, which is a good one. So then we had an extra little slot there, so I slipped in a one more Saturday night. This is from June twenty third, nineteen seventy four. At the High Alive Fronton in Miami. Those are two unbelievable shows, June 23rd and 24th, 74. Uh, if you're not familiar with those, you need to check those out because those are some unbelievable shows. And this Saturday night is a rocker. Uh, great keyboards, good jams, enthusiastic Bobby. A lot of fun on this one more Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. Those are two great shows from the Highlight from Tom um, from June of 74. And that Saturday night ends the second set. It comes out of an Uncle John's, so it's pretty sweet. They also, at the set break for this show, the 23rd, they did a Phil and Ned at the set break. So um, definitely great energy at these shows. If you were able to get down to Miami back in 74, this was uh, about three weeks before I was born. So I wasn't there, and uh, uh, but yeah, they're great. If that's if you're looking for you know to, if you 
if you're a diver into the dead and you like to find multi-night runs, this one, uh, 622-623-74, is definitely one you need to check out. Yeah, and then we go to my first birthday, 924-76, from the William & Mary College in Williamsburg, Virginia. The Encore, it's might as well, because you might as well, you know? <laughs> Might as well, might as well. Nineteen seventy six, I think, is a really good year uh, for that song. There were some good, really good ones in seventy eight. We played the one from uh, Normal Illinois to Cat, whatever that was. Um, but this is a good one too. And you always get if Keith is into it, you get some good Keith action. Uh, and it's you know, it's a fun song. It's a good rocker. Um, you know, it is. Like I said, might as well. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with everything you said there. It's a high-energy tune, and the fact that, you know, it's really a Jerry Band tune, even though, I mean, I think the Dead played it around 100 times or so. But uh, the fact that it's mainly a Jerry Band tune and the Dead was playing it, a lot of people like that crossover and enjoy it. So it was a lot of fun. But I do, unfortunately, I do have to correct you. It was not the encore. It was the second set over. Oh, no, 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 I'm saying it's our, it's our encore for this episode. Oh, it's our encore. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no worries. I wasn't clear on that. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. You'll, we, we're not, we're not going to dock your pay or anything. Okay. No, okay. no worries. No, HR, right. I don't even know. What is HR? I don't even, I don't even know what that is. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let me recap the second set. We got Help Slip Frank from September 10th, 1991, Madison Square Garden in New York City. Lost Sailor into Saint of Circumstance from October 27th, 1979, from Cape Cod Coliseum in Massachusetts. Then Dark Star, Mind Left Body Jam, and Eyes of the World from November 11th, 1973, the Winterland Arena in San Francisco. And one more Saturday night, from June 23rd, 1974, from High Alive Fronton in Miami, and then the encore for our show, Might As Well, 92476. A really good time. I think you're going to really enjoy this show, and uh, it'll be up on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and then in the next day or two on YouTube as well. And make sure you check it out on YouTube so you can see some funny pictures and some stuff that I put up that play during the songs. Um, it's kind of it's kind of my uh, ode to being a, a weirdo, but uh, <laughs> that's anyway. All right, Dank, I appreciate you coming on today. Uh, we're going to continue to work to get some more good sets out there for people to check out, uh, at least for the time being. And um, anything else you need to add? Any any public service announcements? No, man, I'm good, y'all. Have a great couple of weeks, and we'll see you soon. All right, that was Dank. I'm the Eye of the World, Ira Lipsy, and we will see you next time here on Heady Jams, a grateful podcast. Sayonara!
see the little red rooster Won't you please drive him home If you see the little red rooster Please, please drive him home No peace in the barnyard, people, since the little red rooster's been gone. It's always gone.
everything in the barnyard, people. Upset in every way.
Thing I remember when the lonesome was so blowing, and a young and dreamer growing up to 
looks like the old man
and it looks like the old man's getting old. And it looks like the old man's getting old. Shoes and fill Speaking with some French girl. 
Stop it. 
us women out there got the Texas blues. Don't ease your
stop the run She can fight like a lion, she can't be outdone Tell me the call I can pay, let me go, tell me
the streets Wildflowers see the sand wind Made the fog we throw you over the
Sometimes I left the past away Sometimes I make it just one more day Whichever way your precious hand You plant ice, you got a harvest wind
Your helmet's swinging to and fro Ooh, where's the dog star?
Thank mm-hmm. you.